Welcome to the Nonprofit Voice Tech Series, a special edition of the Nonprofit Voice Podcast, hosted by Mark Becker, founding partner of Cathexis Partners and editorial advisory board member of Nonprofit Pro. In each episode of this monthly installment, Mark will have conversations with prominent nonprofit organizations and industry thought leaders to learn more about different technology offerings in the marketplace. Join us and together we will learn more about these innovative digital tools and how to navigate the rapidly evolving technology landscape. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Mark Becker here, founding partner of Cathexis Partners, here to talk with uh, Logan with Golf Status um, about the technology around um, supporting golf events for nonprofits. That's always been a challenge I found over the years with different organizations. Obviously, your mission most times, uh, unless you're like the Els, Ernie Els Foundation or someone like that, um, your entire focus isn't around uh, golf and a background of that. But you know, even then, your mission is something else. So organizations have a tendency to get sucked into the world of um, like uh, producing all the logistics around golf events. And, um, you know, I heard about golf status and, and just had to, to chat with Logan about um, what's going on with their offering and how they use technology to help organizations solve all that. So welcome, Logan. Uh, if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourself, uh, give yourself a little bit of, uh, tell us a little bit about your background and uh, about golf status. That'd be great. Yeah, for sure. Uh Appreciate you uh, having me on, Mark. Um, so a little bit about myself. Um, I'm uh, from Lincoln, Nebraska, and that's actually where we're headquartered uh, at Golf Status. Um, I've been around the game of golf since I was about four years old. Uh, I've been playing for most of most of my life. I spent a little bit of time in the industry actually um, selling and, and fitting golf clubs, uh, but uh, started at Golf Status uh, kind of towards the end of August of 2017. Uh, so almost four years now I've been with the company and uh, primarily we are you know, mostly focused on working uh, with uh, nonprofit clients, clients who are putting on golf fundraisers, uh, even if they're not uh, nonprofits themselves, but maybe even corporate outings, putting on fundraisers to benefit uh, a nonprofit. Uh, we are mostly aimed at uh, helping them automate and streamline a lot of the processes that, that come with running a golf event. And, you know, as we'll get into uh, you know, a lot of challenges that nonprofits face when hosting golf fundraisers can be solved with uh, technology. Um, so that's kind of our, our main focus. We do also work with uh, golf courses, kind of helping them with their inside events and managing those. And we also have the Golf Status app for uh, just everyday golfers that you know you can use it for just everyday play as well as can be uh, used within an event for, for live scoring. So uh, if you are a golfer, uh, you can check that app out, free to use, free to download. Uh, but that's kind of a, a brief synopsis of golf status, uh, really just overall uh, looking to help as many nonprofits uh, as we can, uh, you know, run successful, uh, effective uh, golf outings. That's great. Yeah. And I never want these sessions to these discussions to talk, sound like they're just a big sales pitch, but I, I so geek out on this because I love the way your, your structure is set up. I love the whole um, payment uh, setup, you know, and how, you, so if you could just kind of talk a little bit, cause you know, when you think about producing a golf event and bringing someone in, the first thought is, okay, that's going to be really expensive. Right. But uh, tell me, tell, tell us a little bit about how it's, it's set up as far as the pricing goes. 
Yeah, for sure. And I'll, uh, I'll try to not be too sales pitchy as well. Uh, but <laughs> through our, uh, through our golf for good program, basically we can get uh, nonprofits in or any event that is being run to uh, benefit a nonprofit in for no upfront cost. Um, so we can get you set up in our platform, set up with our technology. Uh, we do uh, uh, where we make our money is it's really, it's a win-win model. So anything that we earn is completely contingent upon uh, what you're bringing in. So through, um, you know, payment processing and, you know, paying via credit card through event sites, we do have a small percentage we take of each uh, transaction that comes through uh, our event sites. Um, those can sure. be passed on to your golfers and sponsors to cover those for you. Um, so you're seeing the full value of those registrations. And then we also have some unique sponsorship opportunities uh, available within our technology that you can, uh, an event can then sell to um, uh, potential sponsors for, uh, to give them some really cool premium exposure during the event. Uh, and then we take a cut of that spot, those specific sponsorship sales, if, and only if the event is successful in, in selling them. So really it's no upfront cost model. Uh, we only win if the nonprofit wins. Um, so that's, what's really appealing to a lot of our clients. Um, cause one of the big challenges that, uh, nonprofits face, not just with, you know, golf events, but just in general is, um, you know, uh, small budgets, um, uh, even being understaffed. So being able to get them in uh, for, for free is a really big plus. And I wanted to get that out in the discussion early on, because otherwise, you know, some small organizations might not even go, oh, you know, I'm not even going to listen to this because it's going to be, it sounds way too expensive. So that's, I think that's, that's great. You know, there's, there's really no reason for them to, to not give it a, a go if they have, you know, a, a, an idea for, and, and the audience, right? The, their constituents, if they're interested, um, you know, Obviously, there's a reason why they, an organization wants to do a, a golfing event in the first place. Um, and, uh, you know, major donors, uh, that's a great way to, to meet them where they're at, right? Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, that, that is true. We do talk with some small nonprofits like, oh, we may be too small for you guys. It's like, no, not at all. We work with uh, every outing down to those, you know, smaller, you know, maybe a memorial golf outing uh, honoring someone who's passed away all the way up to your uh, extremely large corporate uh, golf outings and everywhere in between. So you are not too small to work with us. Uh, this technology can help you no matter what size uh, your organization uh, may be. Our, our company works with a lot of um, organizations that do, you know, standard peer-to-peer -peer fundraising campaigns, you know, like 5Ks or, or walks. Um, and, and maybe they'll even do some DIY fundraising, kind of third-party fundraise your way kind of thing. And I think this really fits into that model where if they have, even if the staff doesn't want to do it, quite often the organization will be approached by, you know, someone that's been affected by, you know, their mission if it's a, if it's a health-based um, human services type of uh, of, of organization, someone that wants to help out and, and they're an avid golfer, this is the kind of thing that kind of could help the organization and that individual really do great things, right? I mean, and you guys kind of take care of everything end to end, or am I overstating that? No, not at all. Um, you know, we work with some large organizations that they really just have those passionate third-party individuals who are just really uh, fired up about their mission. Uh, and the, the large national organization can just kind of say, here, come talk to these guys and here's kind of, they can get you started uh, and, and, and working with us. So the kind of those people at the grassroots level can really uh, activate an outing uh, that benefits, uh, you know, the national organization. Uh, and so it makes it easy on that, that tournament organizer who's running the, the outing, but it also is a big benefit to that large national org because now they can track uh, and steward those donors that are playing in those, um, those small outings as well. So, so no, that's absolutely how we can operate uh, making it easy to, 
uh, activate uh, those uh, individuals uh, at the kind of the you know boots on the ground who are passionate about your uh, your organization and can put a golf tournament on. Uh, they can do all the work, uh, but the national award can support by you know kind of linking them up with us and having us uh, get them all set up and so they can really hit the ground running and just be more likely to have a successful golf outing. Yeah, we we have clients that um, you know will will use their existing platforms that they have for for golf events and they'll struggle, right? Um, mm-hmm. And quite often they're either set up just really to take donations or maybe even again peer to peer fundraising. But I mean, we find that golfers as an overall uh, aren't really peer to peer fundraising, right? Someone wants to sponsor a foursome, they and they pay for it, and that's that's the end of their <laughs> their fundraising. They're not reaching out to their friends and family asking to donate, right? That's not typical audience that's golfing. Um, so it's not always a great fit for those types of platforms. Um, and but not only does your platform kind of handle the technology of registration, um, the website, you know, the content around that. Um, but you, you you can go even deeper um, into, like you said, the sponsorships, right? Um, and then you get into the actual event production, um, you know, leaderboards. Um, how does how does that all work, like on the day of the event? Yeah, so it's all uh, driven really by our tournament management software. So that's what generates the event website for the registration and payment of your your golfers and your sponsors. You can really send everyone to the same place. They can also collect donations if someone simply just wants to donate to to the event. Uh, but then that tournament software is what generates uh, the live scoring and live leaderboards that you can run uh, for the day of the event. And that's kind of where our app comes into play uh, with the events. Uh, golfers download the app. Uh, the software generates a unique team code for them for that event that allows them to get into the tournament and then they can score uh, on the app. And then we have a, a couple different live leaderboards. So we have a, a page on each event site we create that is just the live leaderboard also has a, a donate button on that page as well. So that's a great place to kind of promote the event as it's going on. So spectators who aren't actually participating can view the scores. Maybe you can even get some additional in-kind donations there. But then we also have a, a live TV leaderboard you can pull up from our tournament software that uh, you can work with the course to display on their TVs. They have in the clubhouse. It just scrolls. Oh, that's great. Uh, you can have, you have your tournament logo there. You can have a sponsor logo there as well. So that kind of really elevates the feel, gives it, gives it to more professional uh, look and it's really cool the side the events that I have been to um, been on site uh, people just gravitate to those leaderboards whether they're just coming in at the turn or they're finishing up their round uh, they go they check it out uh, it kind of makes the, the event a little more competitive which is always fun uh, people can kind of see where the leaders uh, are throughout the day but uh, it's just a really cool way to um, just elevate the overall feel of the event but also it saves you a lot of time uh, at the end when you're calculating scores so you can kind of get results out faster and get on to the the next phase of your events you know if that's handing out prizes uh, making any other kind of announcements uh, kind of just streamlines it's that whole results process as well yeah well with my with my lack of golf golfing prowess i think i would be spending a lot of time at the 19th hole waiting for the leaderboard to scroll far enough to get down to my to my name but uh i, I like the the idea of it that's great <laughs> nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that at all <laughs> exactly um yeah so you know do you have any kind of uh, examples of um uh, of case studies or or organizations that you've you've worked with and then the kind of success they've had anything you can share there anecdotally yeah for sure um a lot of our recent case studies came out of uh you know kind of what everyone went through last year with covid um one of our more successful events uh, was a ronald mcdonald house in idaho uh 
um, that uh, they ran uh, kind of what we call a, a hybrid event. So they put a big event on every year. They have a lot of donors that fly in from out of state to participate. Obviously, with la- what happened last year, that wasn't the case. So they still had uh, their local supporters in Idaho go to the course and actually play their round on the event day. But they also had the virtual option for those who were not actually in Idaho. Uh, they just played a golf course that was local to them. Uh, and But they were still able to have all of those scores through our live scoring technology displayed on the same leaderboard. Uh, and they actually raised uh, a great, a really good amount of money considering uh, the challenges that COVID presented. So that's what a lot of our um, clients kind of went through last year. Uh, some went a full-on virtual events, which kind of likened to, you know, the virtual 5K or walkathon uh, where people were playing golf, still going out and actually playing golf, just not all at the same time to avoid those big uh, group gatherings. Uh, and what Ronald McDonald House of Idaho did was just kind of that hybrid format. They had kind of uh, the in-person events still, as well as those who were out of states uh, just playing uh, locally, but still able to support the cause, which was very important to all those players and um, sold some really great sponsorships and uh, raised a, a really good amount of money as well. And we have a a case study on our, on our website that kind of goes into detail of kind of what that event looked like. Great. And we'll be sure to, to link to that in the, in the description of the pop for the podcast. That's, that's great. Yeah. And speaking of that, you know, the hybrid approach, I think that's here to stay, hopefully. Right. I think that's one of the positives I've been saying, you know, one of the few positives that have come out of this pandemic, right. Is, is um, technology advancing and people thinking about um, how they do things in a new way. A lot of more virtual workplaces, which I'm happy to see. I mean, our company has been virtual since before it was cool back when we started the company 13 years ago years ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, something like that. I'm not sure. Um, you have to be seen to be a trendsetter, I think, but uh, and working from home, not so much, but um, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I haven't worked in an office since 2004. So, um, but yeah, the hybrid events, you know, I think that's uh, really important and going to continue to exist even as the world comes back, you know, out of, out of our, our um, caves and, and gets back into it, right, and get, hits, hits the courses, uh, just national organizations, just logistically, you know, being able to have people feel like they're part of an event, even if they're not able to physically be there, right, and no matter where they're at uh, in the world or whatever might be keeping them from being able to attend in person. I think that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think they'll stick around. Um, you know, obviously the use case for them last year was just so people could participate safely. But I think going forward, uh, we'll see a lot of events that will, especially if they're large events that sell out every year, they could use the hybrid model to kind of test the waters to see if they have enough interest and participation uh, to maybe grow their event to either a second day uh, or maybe even uh, what's called a double shotgun where you have kind of a morning wave and then an afternoon wave. Um, so it, especially those events that do sell out quick, it allows you to kind of expand the amount of participants you have in the event uh, and really test the waters to see if you can continue to grow it. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think it's it's here to stay uh, and we'll continue to see that uh, around as we kind of slowly come go back to normal here. Um, and, yeah, it's all due to technology and the ease of use. And I think that's really opened a lot of people's eyes uh, as to the possibilities that you know technology can provide to you uh, in terms of uh, growing your event and even just just looking at it in uh, through a different lens. Yeah, definitely. So you, you, you mentioned an app, right? So if um, 
let's think about a use case here where uh, I'm a golfer. Um, I might be one or two removed from the actual person uh, or, or organization actually organizing the event. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I get invited to, you know, to golf at, uh, on a foursome. Uh, I download the app. You know, there's the ability to send push notifications, right, from the organization. Um, and so I start learning about them. That's a great way to maybe, you know, extend your, your advocacy, right, um, and, and teach somebody else about your organization and what you're doing. But then they also have the app in general, right? Um, so what is their experience for somebody that's downloaded the app? Um, that, that event ends, um, you know, probably assume seasonally there'll be other events with that and other golfing opportunities with that same organization, but they'll, will they'll also, you know, see updates and other potential uh, events uh, on the app or how does that work? Yeah, so the app is a really great place just for if you are an avid golfer, uh, if you want to use it to, to score, uh, the, there's GPS uh, for free within the app, um, as well as some advanced statistics. Uh, but in terms of kind of uh, looking at other events, basically when you enter the tournament section of the app, it will use your location. It will pull in all of the uh, active events that are within a 50-mile radius of, uh, of where you, you currently are. So you can see all of the uh, and link to all the event sites for uh, all of our events that are taking place. And you know, click on those, jump into their event site. All of our event sites are mobile friendly. So uh, you can uh, kind of look through, even register and pay for another event if you want to participate. So it's a really great way for uh, avid golfers who are looking for these types of tournaments to plan to identify those, but also for uh, from the, you know, the tournament organizer perspective, it gets your events in just in front of more eyeballs. So you're more likely to uh, really drive registration. If you are an event that's looking to grow, uh, it's a great way to just get in front of more eyeballs, more golfers to, to hopefully get some more registrants for the tournament. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. All right. So we've been talking about, you know, technology, um, helping with golfing. So let's talk about organizations, you know, and their spreadsheets, right? There's, there's, if, if you're not doing this, um, as your, your main job, if it's not, you end up, everything resorts to devolves to to spreadsheets to track everything. Right. Um, And I'm, I'm guilty of that myself. I actually love spreadsheets and pivot tables and all that, but (laughs) we, we don't need to to go old school anymore. Right. There's technology to help with that. So, you know, all those things that the, the, um, the event uh, uh, program people are, are, are kind of tracking as far as, you know, organizing coordinating with the the golf clubs and 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 all the sponsors and everything that all technology helps with all of that right you guys that's all you know kind of managed within within the environment yeah so that's uh that's all done within our tournament management software so uh first off it's really helpful to drive everyone to to one place to register and pay uh, whether they're sponsors uh golfers or people just donating and then all of that information drops very seamlessly into the tournament management software which just collects and houses that data. So it's very well organized, very easy to manage. Um, And then that in turn makes it very easy to collaborate with whoever else you're working on. So if you are not just the one person show, which is the case of a lot of nonprofits, you want someone else from your organization to have access, we can do that. But also collaborating with the golf facility themselves, um, you can very easily pull any printouts they're going to need, like scorecards, card signs that are customized to your tournament, have your logo on them and everything. Uh, But also uh, giving them access to all the team information they need to get things set up on their side of things. So it's making your life a lot easier, but it's also making the golf facilities life a lot easier. Um, they don't have to do as a lot of work. That's a big pain point on their end, uh, organizing all the information they get in various forms from, uh, from oh, organizers. 
this makes it so, so simple. So you can uh, really download those printouts, send it to them, or we could even set the golf course up with limited access to your tournament. So they just have access to what they'll need uh, to get accomplished, to be ready for the event. Uh, and then uh, you can uh, uh, export all of the uh, donor information you have out of our software very easily and import that back into whatever uh, donor CRM you may be using, which is really important. We see that uh, kind of get lost with some, especially smaller orgs, um, you know, don't have an effective way to kind of track and then further steward those donors. This makes it much easier. You can simply export all the, that donor information, get it into your CRM and really make sure you're hitting those people, not just for your next year's golf event, but uh, all of the, you know, uh, events or various initiatives your organization is, is carrying out. You can make sure those uh, donors are further steward so they're constantly in the know and your organization is top of mind. Yeah, that's a that's a good point, and kind of kind of puts a bow on all of this, right? Organize all of it in one system um, that specializes in in golf, and then you can export that into your CRM, um, so you can continue the the conversation and the engagement and and your overall picture of of your constituents. So you know, completing the the overall picture, I, I love it. Um, well, terrific! Really appreciate your your time, Logan, and that I you know it seems like a win 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 for everybody involved. You know. The, the, the courses, uh, the organization, the golfers, um, and uh, you know it's so it's it and and it's really a low threshold to get in and check it out. I, I feel so and low risk, right? Because um, upfront costs are, are a big thing with these things. Um, all, all events, you know, event production isn't isn't cheap. Um, so I, I love the way that you guys are, are are attacking it with your approach and the technology to to make it all that much easier. So definitely you know recommend checking them out um but really appreciate your your time here today logan and uh any other final thoughts no i appreciate your time too mark uh, yeah we would uh love to to hear from anyone that is interested and just have a conversation about kind of your fundraising goals and if you have a golf event even if you don't have a golf event uh you know you can go to golfstatus.org and fill out a form and uh we just love to have a conversation and see if there's any way that, that we can help your your nonprofit uh with his fundraising goals all right. Terrific. Well, thanks for joining us today and thanks everybody. Until next time, have a, have a good one. Thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Nonprofit Voice. You can listen to more episodes of the Nonprofit Voice at nonprofitpro.com slash podcast slash the hyphen nonprofit hyphen voice. And remember, for your convenience, you can stream any and all episodes of the Nonprofit Voice on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify.